0: Welcome to You Don't Say. Listen to real English conversation as
1: we talk about life around the world, cultural differences, and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey.
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 61. And as per every month, we have our country spotlight. And this month, we're talking about an African country, We've been wanting to do an African country for a while, so we're going to talk about Zambia. And uh, why Zambia? Well, it's because I actually know somebody
1: who lived there and grew up there. So welcome, Roisin, to the podcast. Thank you very much. Delighted (laughs) to be here and uh, very happy to speak about one of my favorite places in the world. Ah, great.
0: So Roisin is a good friend of mine. We actually met in Milan. But yeah, she is from Ireland, but you were born in Ireland or born in born Zambia? in Zambia. Yeah, exactly. So born and grew up in Zambia. So can you tell me a bit about what it was like to to grow up
1: there? Um well, just in case anybody doesn't know anything about Zambia, I'll just give you um, a brief um summary. It is a landlocked country in the south central part of Africa. So in right, bang in the middle of the southern, half of Africa, uh, landlocked, bordered by about seven or eight different countries. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, growing up there was amazing. I had a fantastic childhood. Um, It was um, very much an outdoor uh, childhood. So playing lots of sports and um, uh, meeting up with friends outdoors, having bries otherwise known as barbecues. We call them (laughs) bries in that part of the world. Um, And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was, uh, you know, you couldn't really get lots of things, nice things for kids like toys and sweets and chocolates. Um, So we were slightly deprived in that regard, but it made up for it in so many other uh, respects. And
0: so as a child, did you... Ever travel back to Ireland with your family or you just were always in Zambia?
1: Yeah, we were lucky. Um, My dad did manage to get us a trip probably every second year or so. Mm -hmm. So we'd go back and visit my grandparents and cousins and relatives in Ireland.
0: And how was that? Like, it must have been strange. Such different countries, such a big contrast. No, what was it like?
1: Yeah, it was a big contrast, but then I suppose it just becomes part of your life and they're your family. So you get used to going back. Ireland, you know, is every second year in the summertime, you go back and you see your family and that's the way it is. Yeah. And
0: and if someone said, oh, where are you from when you were a child, what
1: would you say? Uh, that's a very interesting question <laughs> because it flips between Zambia and Ireland all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose my parents did bring me up with a quite a strong Irish heritage. So yeah. um, I might have said Ireland, but then I did go to boarding school in Ireland at the age of 11 and I might have, I did say Zambia at that stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like maybe to explain like why you were a bit different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> would, have been, would have been strange. Exactly. Okay. So do you ever go back to visit now? Because now you're living in Ireland Uh, Do you ever go back to Zambia? Uh,
1: The last time I was back was 2009. And that was the year before my parents left. Okay. Um, So they were there for 42 years. So quite a lifetime. Yeah. And I made sure I squeezed in a trip just before they left. So I haven't been back in over 10, just over 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So would you like to go back again soon? I would love to go back and it's Mm. on my to-do list. The reason I haven't been back is it's really quite expensive oh, okay um, it's not a, ca- a common travel route you have to go down to south africa we can go directly but the flights are pretty expensive and then if you want to go and see the animals you know it's quite expensive too so uh but hopefully in the next let's say two to three years when i get a bit of money together i'll go mm-hmm.
0: so so would you recommend it as a place to travel to what's
1: what's uh line? definitely i think mm-hmm. zambia is one of the best places in Africa to visit because it's the real Africa. Um, It is full of animals. It is full of, um, you know, real bush life. It's teeming with all, it's got, you've got the big five, you've got endangered species like um, wild dogs, you've got rhinos, you know, um, it, it really is a fantastic place. And the people are so nice. I think Zambians are probably the best, nicest African people. Okay. Um, very warm, friendly, humble, um, approachable, good sense of humor. Um, honestly, I can't recommend Zambia enough. Yeah, and I don't. I don't work for the tourism board. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> good. So, but it is expensive to get there. So, so maybe that's yeah. a good thing because less people go there. You don't have too many tourists. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's you know I I, I think to get there isn't so expensive i think just to go on safari and go to the mm. bush in africa these days is really expensive no matter what country you go to mm. um because you have to take an internal flight you know they've have, have they have to transport everything there mm. you know get set up with food you know um with petrol you know to run the cars uh, you know it's really quite difficult to uh, operate in those places mm. and i think that's the main reason it's so expensive yeah unfortunately okay.
0: And so tell me a bit about Zambia as a country now. What, what are the living standards like? Um, what, what could it be like to live in Zambia rather than being a, a tourist?
1: Um, yeah, that's it's quite a difficult question because uh, standards of living vary so much. Um, you have 70% of the population probably, approximately 70% would live in rural areas, and uh, would be mainly subsistence farmers Mm -hmm. you know and trade off whatever they manage to grow Mm -hmm. and they live in quite poor um, housing and not with with, without um, proper sanitation Mm -hmm. and things like that so Yeah. yeah it's not great from that respect and then you have there's been a massive kind of rural um, urban migration over the last few decades with people flocking to urban areas to try and find work. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them don't manage to get work and they end up living in the shanty towns and the outskirts, um, also living in you know, poor housing conditions, poor mm-hmm. sanitation. And um, uh, the lucky few that do manage to get work live in good conditions in the towns and the cities, but it, mm-hmm. is, a, it is a minority. Yeah so
0: okay. yeah yeah so not not an easy living so i imagine the the tourism industry is an important part of the of the industry like yeah. of the
1: economy for them tourism is important there's been a big push on agriculture in the last few decades as well to try and develop that more because there's been a huge reliance on copper
0: because mm. copper
1: makes up about 80% of their exports Okay. And there's an over-reliance on on the production of copper and copper prices haven't been great. Mm. So that's a big factor in Zambia's economy. Okay. All right. Mm.
0: So what about, let's talk a little bit about the culture. Um, If you were going to visit Zambia, is there something in particular that you should know, something that you shouldn't do or you should do?
1: Um, Let's have a think. You should respect your elders that's mm. a huge part of Zambian yeah. culture that's one thing yeah uh, another thing is to learn the Zambian handshake that is uh-huh. really important which yeah. is kind of like you go like this and then there's like 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 that kind of a thing <laughs>
0: you'll have to explain because we're on a podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to if you're going you can google that one i yeah, sure there's so YouTube there's like videos about handshake. that okay, special so- handshake uh what else is there um, I feel so like
0: he, when you greet every person, you do this handshake, or uh,
1: yeah, most people, I think there's mm. yeah, most people they uh, yeah, pretty much everyone they'll be expecting to to do the handshake.
0: Okay, and, and like, what for else, example, is respecting your
1: elders, does that mean like
0: greeting them first or giving them a special treatment, or
1: yeah, yeah, just general, you know, respecting them more than we would in the western world which is a good
0: thing as we get older. We
1: should be doing that here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You know, Um, I was just talking to um, an Iranian guy. We did a quiz about different cultures and he was explaining how when you go to meet people, you always shake hands first with the elderly person. mm -hmm. And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, in Australia we don't have, it's probably just in proximity you go around, like there is no, I don't know. You wouldn't do any particular special attention yeah, to it. Yeah. I'm not
1: sure in Zambia is an order. Probably that is part of respecting your elders. Yeah. Go to them first. Yeah. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, no. It's a nice tradition when you think
1: about it. Yeah. Yeah. And what else is there? Um, I think you just have to be careful when you go there, like with uh, displays of public affection and, you know, maybe underdressing in towns or in, you know, certain markets, situations or shops. Okay. Um, and also taking photographs of means you have to be careful. A lot of them don't like it, probably mm. like anywhere. Yeah, so just like ask like that. first. Yeah, exactly. But they're really nice people. You can't go too far wrong.
0: Yeah. And so being a landlocked country, does that mean the main food is more like meat,
1: beans? I don't know. No um, fish, presumably. Meat, chicken. No, there's a lot of fish um, oh. from the rivers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um Nile perch, that's one of my favorites. I can't remember any of the others offhand, but Mm. suppose it's not suppose it is more difficult to get fish, but they do have fish. Yeah. Okay. Um, And the meat is great, excellent quality of meat. And they eat a lot of chicken. You see them walking home with the live chicken in their hands like this (laughs) for for their dinner.
0: (laughs) And so what's so what's like a dish that you would say like I don't know, do you have like a memory from like childhood of like something you used to eat and then you think when you go back to Zambia, I really want to eat that?
1: Um, I miss all the tropical fruits, you know, the pawpaw, papaya, as they call Mm. it here, um, mangoes, guavas, all those kind of fruits. Um, One thing I don't miss, which is probably their staple diet, is inshima. It's called Uh inshima and it's basically, in it. it would be the equivalent of Italian polenta. so it's just mealy meal made from maize yeah um because maize would be the the basis of their diet yeah so they eat that probably two two three times a day most people or maybe or once or twice anyway yeah and so so they eat that with their hands and they rub it in their fingers and they might dip it in some relish and if they're lucky enough to have some meat with it too yeah Yeah.
0: so yeah so you had enough in your childhood that you don't need had enough
1: yeah (laughs)
0: Does, does that happen with the Irish kids with
1: potatoes? Or? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I love, love potatoes. I don't Me think too. I'll ever...
0: Me too. I never got tired of potatoes. So I don't know. Yeah, but, but maybe we didn't eat potatoes two or three times a day. So that's, that's different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I honestly I never got tired of pasta in Italy twice a day. I could do that. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So know, so um, and like uh, lots of vegetables as well. So lots of fruit, but do they eat many vegetables?
1: Um, yeah, I think they do. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's not a huge emphasis on vegetables, as far as I remember. But I know yeah. my mum cooked vegetables. There's yeah. plenty of vegetables around. Yeah. Um, and we had to go to um the farm shop to get our vegetables and our milk, and the milk would be in a big, grey, you know, those farm cylinder things and we'd, yeah, have, to scoop. Yeah, we'd yeah. have to scoop our own milk out and bring our own container and then we'd get home and we would um skim the cream off the milk mm, okay so yeah. it was a really wholesome diet and everything was made from scratch yeah there was no processed food there was no chocolate there was no uh, none, none of that good stuff so, yeah or bad stuff
0: yeah <laughs> exactly yeah maybe yeah as a child like you didn't know it, chocolate existed so much or you didn't oh you
1: we did oh we definitely knew <laughs> <laughs> so when you when went it... back to Ireland you're like
0: give me chocolate
1: yes or uh-huh. South Africa the odd time someone uh, okay. we knew, my parents or someone we knew would make it to South Africa and then we'd make sure that they came back with chocolate. <laughs> and it was a treat when my whenever my parents went out for a night, mm. the 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 bribe was that we'd get a bar of chocolate to share between the three of us. <laughs> so there you go, totally. Tough in those days. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Well, it's a good experience. So, so if if someone wanted to go to Zambia, what would you like okay, what would you say you must
1: see there? I would say you must go to a game reserve. Um, mm. My number one tip would be the Luangwa Valley. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite place. It's full of animals. It's just amazing. African sunsets, the Luangwa River. Oh, it's just beautiful. Um, yeah. And another place I love is the Lower Zambezi, which is a recent development. Um, it's a lot less animals there, but you're really out in the bush in the middle of the wilds. Mm. And it's just getting away from it all. Yeah. Um, And it's great. And then another place um, is the Victoria Falls. The famous Uh Victoria Falls is in Zambia. Um, It's on the border between Zambia and Zimbabwe. Okay. And I think they are the is it the widest? I think they're the widest falls in the world. Yeah. Um, So a lot of people go there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you're into
1: um, adventure sports, they do. Uh, White water rafting there and bungee jumping and all that kind of stuff
0: oh, so, cool and is like is it so if you go it's easy to interact with locals like you know is it I very know, you feel easy I like can have an authentic experience you know
1: get to know people mm, you can definitely interact and have a conversation you know mm. um you know I'm not sure if you're talking about having a relation getting married no <laughs> 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 no. which is something completely different <laughs> no.
0: but you know sometimes when you go to places on holiday you feel there's a distance between the locals and the tourists yeah. and you know sometimes it feels a little you know yeah
1: yeah I mean um yeah I don't that's that's a difficult one you can definitely mm. interact and talk and they're extremely open. The Zambians are very open um yeah I'm not sure if you'd end up in their home or you know no nah, um, I mean yeah but you can you know they're happy to talk and get, yeah. to, get to know you and another thing that I bet must point out is that it's a very peaceful country one of the most peaceful African countries mm-hmm. yeah. so that is another reason to go and visit so generally you, you'd feel safe generally you'd feel safe I think if anything there might be uh quite a quite a few burglaries and robberies maybe yeah but it was not as violent like South Africa you know they're they're not mm. murdering and that violent crime that goes on down there yeah. or the or in Northern Africa yeah yeah exactly so you can you know from
0: from the point of view of like up uh, uh, countries yeah I feel a little like Embarrassed because I've never, the furthest I've been is, yeah, Morocco, North Africa. I've never been to any African country. So, and it's on like on my list. So I always think, gosh, maybe I should trust Rasheen and go to Zambia. So
1: definitely, I would say the best countries I would recommend for anyone are Zambia, Namibia, um, Zimbabwe, even though they've had some problems, Botswana, Malawi, all those countries around in the middle Mm. of Southern Africa. Yeah are they're the real africa they're the best experience yeah honestly all right so hopefully
0: gets i'll be able to go soon or maybe we can go together next maybe. time we
1: go. yeah take i me. will yes i'll definitely let you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. all right well thanks roshin so um what we like to do is ask our Um, listeners if they would be inspired to go to Zambia after this podcast so if you say you'd love to go leave us a message on in the Facebook group or in Instagram or you can also leave us an audio message on the website so what do you think would you go to Zambia yes or no well I'm gonna vote yes definitely so I hope I make it I have to I don't know Plan it make it happen. So <laughs> yeah.
1: make it happen. And this yeah. is the Zambian flag. Can you see
0: okay. it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so on the so now, just for our podcast listeners, Roisin is showing the Zambian flag on the video. So all right yeah. We'll we'll make sure we we put a show notes link to it so people can see what <laughs> the flag is like.
1: Go to Zambia. Go go go. You can yeah, do exactly. it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you so much. Okay.